You're welcome. It's the third episode. Happily single, and I am glad to be here. Really, huh? that safe haven of unshaded vulnerabilities. A place where we bear it all out without any kind of shame. Yes, and God no go shame us. We said we no go shame ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so like we agreed earlier in the second podcast, we'll be having further conversation about the real-life experiences, challenges of a young single lady living with her parents. And it's a privilege to have you with me, Dr. Blessing, confidently sharing our experience with us. You know, okay, this is this was supposed to be off record, but I will say it. Um, Dr. Blessing, or Blessing as I call her normally, she, uh, she's a very confident lady. Like, uh, she exudes confidence with ease. And beautifully, it's not about pride, though. Forget. When you see her, obviously, you know that she's not proud. And yet, mm. it deals with people with, with so much confidence, enviable confidence, so to say. So, thank you so yeah. much for still joining us and sharing your experiences with us it's been thank you thank you for having me yeah you're welcome it's a pleasure you don't think i'm too confident like that <laughs> i still get shy <laughs> really i have I guess, I guess from you Mio. ah hmm, i have to learn from you <laughs> <laughs> okay you say so <laughs> all right so you've shared with us your experiences and challenges of living with your parents as a single young lady. So we're moving on. Um, what are your defense mechanisms? Like, I mean, things that you do so that um, things, uh, whatever that is happening around you, the unpleasant uh, actions of people around you do not get to you. So what are the defense mechanisms that you do in order to cope with the challenges of living with your parents? Uh, I would say like you cannot avoid you cannot avoid them disrespected because being in your parents' place they just see you as that child that has always been with them that they've seen so many flaws of from they've seen so many things that probably to them yeah probably had ways sort of ways that you probably disappointed them because you know african parents the pressure is always there yeah. so but you know i feel like getting to this age mm. for most individuals i think we should learn to let our presence be treasured because if you are always around mm. if you're always around them if you don't go out to like sort things out for yourself, go out with friends, meet people, do some things, learn new things, and you just remain indoors. There are so many things that will come to you and you blame yourself. Like you start thinking like, well, it is not their fault. It's because you're at home. Mm. That's why I said, learn to make your presence treasured because that way they, they also respect you. They respect that you are doing something for yourself. If they are always seeing you at home, there are so many things that would be happening that you want to avoid. Whereas when in whereas when in your absence, mm -hmm. you would not even be there to see all those things. You won't be there to see things that will annoy you. So, but at the same time, if things like that happens in your presence, you know, just shake it off and feel like, well, it's just a little. It's 
it's just for a little while because I should understand that it is their roof, their roof, their rules. Mm. But at the same time, let them understand that you also have to be respected. You res- you respect them so that you get respected. And if they don't respect you, well, I think there should be something should change about it. You should be able to talk to them. You should be able to sit them down. And if you find yourself in a situation where you feel your parents are not the ones you can talk to, mm-hmm. then try as much as possible to do something for yourself, to get yourself out of that situation. If not, the disrespect is not going to just come from them, but it is going to extend to every other person. Whereby, when people come and they start saying the same thing, then it becomes so annoying. And that's why I said, I've gotten to that stage where I just learned to say okay. Because okay doesn't mean that I am okay with what is going on. But okay at the same time could also mean it is me that has to find a solution to myself. Mm. Okay could also mean I, I don't agree with you. But at the same time, I'll do what is on my mind. Okay could also mean I don't have to tell you anything. I'll just surprise you with my actions. Okay can also mean yes. Okay can also mean no. Mm. And for me, I know that, you know, everybody knows the kind of parents they have. So for me, for my own parents, I know that in a, in most cases and with my life experiences, I don't have to tell them everything. I could just surprise them. If they say something, if they say something I have done as a surprise, well, I've already done it. There's nothing you can do about it at this point. Mm-hmm. So, but at the same time, you say if say your thoughts out loud to, to feel in someone else's ears when you say so you don't you don't feel stupid you don't you don't see yourself as stupid you don't see like yourself as why did I do this in the first place so for me that is how I avoid so many unnecessary things and I learn not to be at home. I am an introvert, but at the same time, my way of being introvert is I just indoors. I don't let anybody disturb my peace. If you want to come into my room, you should have a reason for coming to my room and leaving instantly. Don't I? You know, you don't engage in unnecessary conversations with people. Mm-hmm. If they bring unnecessary conversations to you, just let them know it has nothing to do with you. So you know. That is why I said, let your presence be treasured. Okay. Let people know that because you are here, doesn't mean they have to bring everything on you. Because I let them understand that what if you were not there, they would have done things in yeah. an entirely different way. Because there are people that can be so depending. They, and those people are people that will always annoy you. Because you begin to feel like, what if I'm not here? What would you have done? Hmm. And yes, they would have done something about their situations. So they shouldn't have to even drag you into it in the first place. That's why I said, let your presence be treasured. If not, people would disrespect you. People would not give you the respect you deserve. Hmm. You know, being a doctor myself, you know, they feel like my parents will feel like, hey, you're a doctor, this and that. You know, they still want to give you drugs to use. And you are still <laughs> letting them, especially Agbo, and you're like, uh-uh, I'm, I'm not taking this Agbo. And they will tell you, eh, you drank it when you were small. Yes, I drank it when I was small. doesn't mean I'm still small. And I went through medical school. doesn't mean I have to drink Agbo. You know, those kind of things. I let them know that you have this. I make them 
that yes this is the certificate i have the certificate you sent me to school to learn this so why should you now be teaching me something else when you paid money for me to learn something way better so that is why i said let your presence be treasured not just your parents but by everybody so that by the time you open your mouth to say something they will respect where that wisdom is coming from Mm, mm, mm. that's deep So that by the time you open your mouth to say something, they will respect where that wisdom is coming from. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. So um, moving on. Um, what are your methods of conflict resolution? And how effective have they been? What are your methods of conflict resolution and how effective have they been so far? Yeah, well, I've said it before. I just say, okay. <laughs> so, you, say some, you say something I don't agree with me, okay. okay. Like the other day, my mom said, Oh, we, um, you know, that she likes going to church early. Mm-hmm. At the same time, church is, you know, everybody takes church different ways. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she says, I, She likes going to church early, and we are always the one telling her this, this, and that. I said, Okay. As long as my reply is going to, Make you stop saying whatever is going to annoy me. I'll just give you the reply you want to hear. Okay. Mm. Nobody it's not everybody that understand the, that understands the concept of okay. But I I begin to that's I just learned it recently. I just learned to say okay. Then if there's going to be an argument, especially you know, coming from your parents, you just have you have to respect the fact that they are your parents. Yeah. But at the same time, you just keep quiet. Mm. You know, if it doesn't agree with you, you can just try to zone out. Mm. Personally, I just try to zone out. So to them, it seems like I'm listening, but, you know, my mind is somewhere else. Because if you think of what they are saying, sometimes it can just annoy you. So I just plan to zone out, like, okay. And when they finish saying, okay, I'll say okay, and I'll say thank you. (laughs) So... And at the same time, if you can try to listen, try to listen. Pick the one that suits you. Mm. Pick, you know, even if it doesn't suit you, think about, just think about it. Because situation, another situation might arise where you would need that advice. Mm. Mm. You understand me? Yeah. Yeah. So, but at the same time, you have, still have to respect them. You still have to give them the respect they deserve. They are your parents. Yeah. You cannot, you cannot say that they are not my parents because but if you look at if you start conversing with someone if you start from the beginning to the end and they ask you to point to someone as your parents you have to point to someone yeah and it, it will be them at the end of the day you don't have a choice so you just have to respect them instead of having arguments with them there are some parents that don't even like sitting down to have to having conversation or confrontation mm. well those kind of people are very difficult to cope with. You know, having you know when you have parents that are very difficult to sit down and have conversation with, mm-hmm. and I am one of those people that have that fall into that category. Okay. I just do the okay and just let everybody move on with their lives because if they start talking to you and things and they are beginning to annoy you, mm-hmm. you know you just have to sit down quietly and listen like a good child that you are maybe you are not even a good child mm. 
<laughs> just sit down and listen. Uh, uh, yeah. You you just have to sit down and listen because if you are giving them replies, letting them know that what they are doing is wrong. Because parents, especially African parents, they are always right to you cannot tell them what they are doing is wrong. Oh, Whether it is wrong or not, they still think they are right. So instead of going into the argument of you have this is how life works. Mm. Just personally I would just keep quiet and you know you just find time when you can just say something or try to put those words you want to say to them put those words in the mouth in in someone else's mouth so that by the time that other person will talk to them it shouldn't be coming from you mm-hmm. because if it comes from you it could be a problem yeah so let's it come from the other person so it is way better that way so people difficult friend that is how you converse with them just make things brief and short as possible mm. personally i just make things short it just it just so my parents just seem like this girl doesn't talk i talk people know i talk people that are close to at least i'm talking yes on <laughs> podcast now but this way i'm talking i would not talk to my parents i just do short conversations and i'm gone because my peace is so important because by the time i say something it is like hitting the nail on the head and most parents don't like people hitting the nail on the head mm. so you just make it as short as possible mm. instead of arguing just let them say whatever they want to say Mm. so because if you're arguing they don't understand the points you are trying to make and you yourself would not understand the point they are trying to make and all of you just end the conversation in anger mm. and it is not doing anything yeah. then the same cycle repeats itself so, itself mm. so mm. what's the point yeah just make things short as possible for those that don't like argument or those that don't like confrontation i don't like confrontation because it makes me emotional so that's why i do short Mm. and very beautiful people mm. except very few people mm. so that is how it is with me and parents so and i don't have restrictions no but you cannot tell me because i think i'm going to that stage in my life where i think i can make decisions for myself so you even if you want to teach me things to do mm-hmm. i'm ready to listen but at the same time I still do what i want all works for me still mm. receiving advice from other people so that's how it is with me okay so uh moving forward so uh, what you from what you just said so you're trying to say that um living with your parents in as in no way restricted what you would like to do or what to, or what you're doing is that what you're trying to say right now or would you like to expand shit mm, it has restricted me from doing things because you know it is their roof and it is their rules like i have so many bucket lists and having a sleepover is one of them mm. um, but you know how these parents have yeah. before you even go out before you even get to your destination they'll start calling you where are you <laughs> send the address of where you are so let the person know that you are sending address so if they are going to kidnap you they will know that they already busted before if you know those people <laughs> yeah what can we do so there are apart from that there are so many restrictions sometimes you might want to just go out you know 
you have a car you want to drive you want to go out with the car and you know you are not just you are just going out to do something quick and you know and you just want to wear just something short or something very comfortable and they'll be like where are you going with uh, with all those things but you know that yes you are entering inside the car Mm. So, because I'm literally inside the car, do I have to start wearing suits? Because that is how you want me to dress. You know, when it is just bomb short and one singlet that will do the errands for you. Or you just want to wear one gown. And you know, there are some people, you know, these people that, these ladies of no bra movement. That they don't, they don't just want to wear bras, you know. Yeah. Go and wear your bra and all those things. So... Looking at those ones as examples, we all know that there will always be a restriction for. Mm. There's nothing we can do about it. Just respect and uh, respect their opinion and understand that you being under their roof is just for a while. And if you think you want to get out of their roof, then you have to do something for yourself. Earn something, work for your money. Mm. That will take you out of their roof because when you leave their roof, they will respect you. Yeah. Mm. so that is how it should work so there will always be restrictions you have to respect the fact that you are with your parents you cannot just bring in any visitor into your house into your parents house mm. because they have their rules the rules has always been there since you were a kid so you cannot just start breaking them mm. suddenly because you want to shock them it doesn't work that way okay <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, uh, before I asked the next question, uh, one thing I've actually deduced from the conversation with you so far is that no matter no matter how how um, pleasant the living with your parents might seem or it is, you should always respect them. Yes, you should always respect. Yeah, and it is not pleasant though. It is very difficult. It is yeah. not pleasant when you have to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But at the same time, let them understand that things have changed. You are no longer a kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They should leave you to do things yourself, mm-hmm. because they will not. They will all. They will never always be there. Mm-hmm. Yes. People come and go. Yeah. People come and go, mm-hmm. and also there are orphans out there that still have to learn to do things the yeah. hard way. Yes. Not because. Not because they have a choice, but that is the only choice they have. Hmm. Yeah, so you just have to do it. Hmm. Okay, so uh, what would you do as a parent for your children in future if found in this context? So let's imagine uh, you you are grown, you have children, they, uh, maybe your your child, your girl child. I mean, yes, your, your female child is old enough, according to the society, to be married, uh, to, to be uh, married. So, and the, yeah. the the lady or the girl child is still living in your house. So, what would you do differently apart from what your parents are doing right now? Uh, I would. Let's not put this question based on your child. Okay. I think every child should be treated um the same yes because if we look at the society nowadays mm-hmm. it is always the girl child that is mostly suffering most of the consequences because you see you know pe- men do so many things and they expect women not to be able to do the same thing i'm not a feminist i believe in equal 
let's treat everyone equally. Yeah, can go to the process and really should not know. You have to be the one to train your child to make responsible decisions for themselves. If a girl gets pregnant, if a young girl gets pregnant, you start blaming it on the girl. You say the girl shouldn't go to school. How about the boy that puts her in that same situation? Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So let us not just... So the girl cannot go to school, but the guy has to continue going to school. No, you have to give them the same punishment. A child should always be a child. It shouldn't be based on sex. Sex. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I become a parent, what would I change in my children's future? What would I what would I want to change for my children? Looking at how I've grown up, mm-hmm. I think I would want to my kids to be as free as possible, be open minded. Mm-hmm. Being open minded is is important because if we look at people of nowadays, they just fix their mind on this was what my parents taught me this was these are the legacy my parents put in me so i have to do this so when there is someone else that is teaching them that there are other um, solutions to the same problem they disagree because they were not taught to do that way they they are still staying on what their parents taught them and society doesn't work one way yeah you understand me Mm-hmm. It is everybody is different. You have to mix with everybody. If you want to, if you want to have a quality life, you have to learn to live in peace with everybody. Mm-hmm. So, what I am going to help my children to be very free, to be open-minded, give them freedom. Like let them be free to say what is on their mind. Let them be able to express themselves. At the same time, going to teach them that it is not everything you see, you see. Because it is going to put you in trouble. But at the same time, say the most important things. No matter how difficult it is for you to be able to say the truth, don't say that um, I speak my mind. Mm. You should speak your mind fine. But find a polite way of saying it. That that person will listen to you. Because in this, our own generation, I, I think they, they won't be able to tell their parents some things because they feel like their parents has taught them that you don't talk to an adult like this. Mm. No. Some adults need to be re-educated. Mm. Some adults behave like, do things ignorantly. For example, maybe someone has, someone um, is having a sore and the next thing they will tell you it is an attack. It is arrow. Or you know all those things, and these are the things that kill it's people. Offer, like they say, you know, they say it is offer. No, it is not everything that is offer. You know, men. You know all these things that have killed people, and they tell you it is offer. New wrong barbarity that is, it is an attack. So you shouldn't inject. You know all these things. Hmm. Adults need to be reeducated, and if but if we keep teaching our children to do things. The same way we are taught. I think we are not going to move forward. Mm. Our generation is going to be stagnant. When I mean generation, I mean lineage. Our lineage yeah. is just going to be stagnant. The, the, the ignorance is going to be there. The hypocrisy is going to be there. The sense of acting like an illiterate is always going to be there. Mm. So 
for me i'm going to help my let my children to understand that say what is on your mind because i am your mom say what is on your mind let me understand let us see things eye to eye mm. tell me how you see things and i tell you how i see things let's put let's put all our situations on the table and let's select the seed from the shaft Mm. Do you understand? Yeah. So, if, but, and if you don't do things that way, your children are going to run from you. They are not going to tell you things that bother them. And instead, they'll they'll confide in someone else, and that is going to be something that you wouldn't be happy about as parents. Mm. Wow. So, doing all these things, I think the world is going to be a better place, because I think if if children could open their mouth and say things that go on with them, tell you what they went through. Hmm. I think we'll be able to solve like more than half of problems that are going on in the society today. Yeah. Hmm. Because there, there are even situations where some children get raped. They can't come tell their, their mom about it because they believe yeah, that the mom will not, will not believe them. Yeah. Hmm. And they're, you know, not just there are situations whereby it is even way more than rape where parents will be like you don't want to destroy the, the family you know i've been in that situation before wow the situation of rape and for me <laughs> my parents even told me my mom even told me it did not happen <laughs> yeah, you know? wow wow until today mm-hmm. you know by the time the second incident happened Mm-hmm. I never said anything because mm-hmm. I knew that was what she was going to say. When the third one happened, I was uh, there was nothing I could say because you know it happened to me for like four different times with wow. four different people because uh-huh. I was just so trusting of people and I did not say I only reported the first one and from the first one you said you don't it's never happened. So you know, how am I supposed to react to the other ones that came after so you know all these things you have to if that is why i said if you don't teach your children to be able to speak up for themselves say what is on their mind tell you what is going on with them we have a whole lot of problems to face as parents Mm -hmm. because they will know they prefer to talk to someone else than talking to you Mm. and if things work that way Imagine how much harm is going to come to such child because they might be talking to the wrong people. Yeah, that's true. So that's why I said, if parents could hear what is going on in the in the minds of their children, I think and listen and take steps towards it, positive steps towards it, mm-hmm. I think the world would be a better place. Yeah. Hmm. So in an ideal society. What do you think should be obtainable? And what I mean is, should there be pressure or not on single ladies living with their parents? Can we call something good pressure or bad pressure? Or should there be pressure at all on single ladies living with their parents? Whether good or bad pressure, I think there should be no pressure. (laughs) I think think the thing is just call your child aside. If you have a good relationship with your child mm-hmm. not that you've you've already made your child you 
or you already have an idea a wrong idea of what your child is because you've concluded that your child is like this mm. no have a sit down with them let them tell you what is on their mind they can only tell you what is on their mind if you have a good relationship with them from the very beginning otherwise if you are thinking you are going to have a sit down with your child when you've when you've not trained them but instead they trained themselves they are not going to say anything they will just tell you okay just like me mm so there should be no pressure on single ladies at all because the more you, you pray, if you're putting pressure on them mm-hmm. the more they get to, they, they tend to be distant from you yeah and all of a sudden you just see that they will just bring a guy home. i'm ready to get married and you're like <laughs> when did all this happen yeah Where was i uh yeah mm-hmm. so there should be no pressure on mm-hmm. single ladies because a lady knows when she's aging she knows she's not a kid anymore she knows where she knows the right time yeah i actually think uh even apart from the society putting pressure sometimes there's this um innate on or inner voice that just that we just ring bell to tell to to the lady like ah Mm -hmm. like there's their inner struggles already so, already le- is already making them know that they are getting old yes, or something yes so when when, the, when so the if parent or the society puts pressure it becomes even harder right exactly it's not it's, it's, it's society the society is already putting pressure mm. but at as parents there should be no pressure just instead try to understand things from your child's perspective know what is going on going on in their life because if you are putting pressure on them you don't know what is going on you might just be pushing them to the edge mm. of society of, of frustration where they will have nothing to do than to just run away from you that when you call them that you want to sit down and talk with them it is that moment they will choose to run away from you like you would not see them for months mm. or they will just avoid the topic mm. so that's why i said there should be no pressure because their age is enough pressure for them their friends are enough pressure for them mm. the society your the neighbors calling you asking you like when are you um getting married or did you come to get married is enough pressure for them mm. no you should be the one to understand your child's struggle and you yeah. should understand better than putting pressure on them mm. because they are single being single is not a stigma yes yes it's just a face everybody has to be single at one point in their life mm-hmm. okay so if you are going to put pressure on any child it should be about how they are living their life that is if they are living their life in an irresponsible way mm-hmm. then you have to put pressure on them to be responsible mm-hmm. so i think anything pressure should be out of this equation positive or negative pressure no okay wow wow instead you support them instead you should be their support you should be always there to lift their hands up when they tell you they are tired Mm. so i think that's how things should work wow wow thank you so much uh from this episode i actually gleaned something that you just said mentioned that uh, being single is not a stigma it's just the face of life 
wow yeah wow that's a, that's a that's a word there for me and for i know for every other person that might be listening to this podcast wow thank you so much blessing uh this has been an amazing session thank you for boldly you. sharing your journey with us especially in a society where being in a relationship has been tamed or tagged to be the ideal life and when you are single yeah. it's like you are being regarded as a disadvantaged uh, person or mm-hmm. being in a disadvantaged situ- situation that one yeah. should be ashamed of um in all of this, I pray the Lord increase your strength and wisdom and gives you the best of Amen. his son. Blessing Amen. that nice and separate as to you that um, the best of his sons that is truly deserving of a unique, intelligent and beautiful gem like you. Yeah. Amen. And for everybody listening to yeah hey man so diverse happily single episode on dive podcast is officially a done deal yeah i pray that you will find strength and joy to keep going no matter how challenging your present state of being single is knowing you are not alone and together we will all triumph yeah we will like uh blessing just said being single is not a stigma. It is just a face of life that every one of us, at one time or the other, we have to pass through. So, you're not alone, baby. We got you. You got us. We're going to roll together. <laughs> Thank you for listening, guys. Thank you for the comments, the questions, reposts, and shares. So, let's keep them coming. Let's keep the reposts and shares going. Yeah. Feel free to share with us what struck a chord with you in these episodes in the comment section and across the social media platforms. Thank you for being a diver and I'm so proud of your evolving like I am proud. Thank you so much. I love you, love you, love you. Jotemana me. Bye. Bye. Yeah, bye. Blessing. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you.